as always. Zoom says, trust me, bro. I, we would never use all of your conversation data to train our AI. Um, and, you know, Microsoft got fished again. Well, actually, MS-365 is getting fished again by some people, possibly from Turkey, but we'll see. Um, ChatGPT, uh, kind of sucks as a programming knowledge base, guys. That's, that's the dunce cap, because uh, it's kind of stupid. Uh, then we've got, uh, AI can now listen to your typing and steal your password through Zoom and or through an infected phone. Be careful. Um, yeah, that's kind of scary. I know it kind of doesn't make sense with me saying that AI was stupid. But when it comes to pattern recognition, I mean, that's what AI does. Seriously. Anyway, then if you have your own website and you have access to the underlying file structure, or even if you don't, talk to your host. Talk to your hosting company. And if you don't want ChatGPT to use your website to train itself, and likely if you're listening to me, you probably don't. you're going to want to tune in and listen to this because I'm going to tell you how to block it. Mock, M-O-Q. Um, it's a common .NET mock library situation, which uh, is open source, but recently... Well, this story is kind of a nothing burger, but... We'll see what happens with it. Uh, how much blowback there is from the community. Uh, the problem is that the main developer decided to add some proprietary trackers in a version that's now been updated and it's been removed. That's why it's kind of a nothing burger. But, you know. Um, yeah. So, there's that. And then, about... Trump's Twitter subpoena. Jesus, here we go again. Um, yeah, that, this is going to be fun to talk about. Um, really looking forward to it. Not. I'd, I would much rather not have to talk about it. Um, anyway. Yeah, y'all. But let's start at the top, shall we? Hello? So, MS-365 C-suite executives are getting, uh, well, that whose organizations use MS-365, obviously. Let's be clear here. Um... They're getting fished. Pretty hardcore. I mean, these are some pretty, pretty amazing uh, tailored phishing sites that this attack sort of weaves the the victims through. They look very convincing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of scary, isn't it? Um, yeah, I. As much as I would love to bag on Microsoft for this, it's a phishing attack. There's not a whole lot that Microsoft can do on their level to mitigate a phishing attack, unfortunately. Um, what you can do, if you happen to be a C-suite executive for a relatively large company, is learn a little bit more about digital hygiene. and if there's something that asks you to, you know, change your password or enter your enter your credentials when you're already signed in, it's probably not from your organization. 
even if it masquerades as such. So my suggestion is send it to your IT guys. Have them check it for you. Just forward it on. Because, uh, yeah, it's not, it's probably not from them. Uh, I mean, shoot, my, <laughs> my good friend Connor, who runs IT for his, for his company, not, not a particularly large company yet, but it, I think it's growing. Anyway, that's beside the point. Um, there have been attackers who have tried to literally fish him and make him think that he had sent himself one of this sort of email with misspellings. I mean, I don't think that's the situation here. I think these are really well-crafted emails. And I mean, the, the landing pages that you wind up, that the victims wind up landing on are from what this article says, very, very convincing, very good. It's kind of, like I said, it's kind of scary. And as much as I would love to bag on Microsoft for this, as I said, it's kind of not really their fault. Um, they, I mean, I suppose there are some mitigations they could, they could roll out, but I don't, I don't know. So I mentioned in the intro that this could be an issue where so the attackers are from Turkey. Um, I'm not certain on that. I'm not certain on that. I wish I could say that with great certainty. Um, however, if someone, if someone is victimized by this and they choose, yes, everything's choice, right? to not click the links until they're connected to a VPN with an endpoint in Turkey, they won't actually be affected. Huh. And the attackers are using a piece of software, which is, it's a known piece of software, by the way. Um, Anyway, it's a known pro it's a known tool called Evil Proxy, and they've sent out about 120,000 emails to similar accounts over the last few months. Um, this tool costs about 400 bucks a month, and is being used. This attack is being used to steal multi-factor authentication codes, uh, login credentials, and other things through a bunch of redirects until they land on a very craft, very carefully crafted specialized landing page for their specific organization. Yeah. Um, you guys, phishing has been an issue since the very, the very earliest days of the internet. Um, shoot. You remember me talking about Kevin Mitnick in the last couple of weeks. Um, he passed recently. He was known for his social engineering attacks, for his phishing attacks. That was part of how he got into the DEC systems back in 1979. And a large part of how he managed to access the PacBell voicemail system in the early 1990s. Yeah. So the bottom line is, IT guys, teach your teach your people about digital hygiene. Help them to think through it so that they don't just get victimized. So that your organization doesn't get victimized. Seriously. All right. Moving right along. Zoom says, trust me, bro. They changed their terms very quietly back in March in such a way that it seemed like they were helping themselves to user data that what that doesn't belong to them in order to train their large language model. Um, this data includes video, audio, 
and chat communications from their users amongst their new their users um and it was discovered by a researcher late last month all hail autists um anyway um so and then it was announced and zoom went on major damage control here they're like oh no 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 we we would never do that without permission you have to you have to consent to this okay maybe um guys really uh, um trust me bro that's basically what they're saying and with the fact that zoom is kind of big tech i i haven't trusted them for a while um i don't have a much better solution for things unfortunately than zoom which yeah um like i would love to say that jitsi can handle all of your video conferencing needs and as long as you're not recording something it probably can't but if you're trying to record something say for a podcast or a live stream as a part of your live stream uh it the the connections and the connection quality for jitsi are not not strong enough to warrant it in my opinion though zoom has been struggling lately too so i don't know maybe it's not all that maybe the quality difference isn't that great yet or still i don't know um so my point in bringing this up is that we are in the the wild west of ai development um and every major company and even some smaller ones are deeply concerned with keeping up with the joneses in regard to using ai and yeah this was brought on by microsoft purchasing a large chunk of open ai and forcing them to release chat gpt before they felt it was ready this spurred something like a nuclear arms race in the business world and we're still reeling from it thanks microsoft oh boy um yeah i i wish i could say that it wasn't messy i wish i could say that it was all good but i can't because part of it being wild wild west is microsoft decided and everybody else has everybody else has followed suit at least big companies that are developing ai anyway that privacy and security and issues related to those things can wait because we need it now actually we needed it 6 months ago allegedly um yeah it's it's a hot mess guys and good old microsoft it's not bill gates anymore i wish i could blame bill gates but while he's still on the board of directors he's not uh he's not involved with the daily with the day-to-day running of microsoft anymore um the ceo's uh i can't even remember his name not originally from the US anyway that's beside the point um zoom my point was that ai is a hot mess right now 
and we're going to be talking about AI quite a bit today. Um, be aware of what is being used to train these tools and what the limitations of these tools are. Okay. I know I preach it all the time. I really do, but it it's warranted. There's good reason for me to preach it all the time. All right. So <laughs> chat GPT sucks as a programming knowledge base. Yep. So that's because AI has no discernment. It can't tell what information is good or bad. It doesn't have that kind of intelligence guides. So anytime you use it, be prepared to check its work carefully. Think of it, think of it like a, a stupid intern who's brand new. He, it doesn't really know your company, your policies. It doesn't really know much. It thinks it does. But if you, if you let it just run, it's going to get you in trouble. It's going to get you in trouble. Um, as proven by this study, this one right here, they asked it 517 programming related questions and limited it to answering from stack overflow which is kind of like Yahoo answers only for development work, only for programming, right? So you want to take a guess at what percentage of the questions it got wrong. I'm going to tell you it's slightly more than half, just ever so slightly. Any ideas? Let me, let me know in the comments. Um, All right, so it got 52% of the questions wrong. That's over 260 questions that it missed. This is an algorithm that's being asked programming questions from a source that's all about programming. But because it can't parse what's real and what's right or wrong. It just goes, oh, oh, information. Here it is. Um, no, no, that's not how that works. Bobby, Bobby, the intern. Um, it is not right. You missed that one and it misses a lot. And whether it's hallucinating or whether it's been hacked or whether it's designed to do it that way. We don't know. And that was actually one thing that was covered during Black Hat this year. And we'll talk about Black Hat more in depth next week when, when my good friend Connor can join us because he was there. He's been there this week. Um, and I would love to pick his brain about it because I don't know if you guys know, but I'm wanting to get into cybersecurity myself. Um, not that I'm going to stop doing tech freedom, not, not that I'm going to stop streaming. I love this stuff. I really do. Um, but, you know, got to provide for my family. And this is a passion project that has not made much money unfortunately. Um, anyway, that's beside the point. Moving right along. Moving right along. Oh, guess what, everybody? Just what you wanted to hear. AI can now listen. Uh, oh, did you know? Y you, you know how, hey, Google, sorry if I triggered some of your smart stuff. Alexa and Siri are always listening. Know how that is? Well, 
they're using similar tactics to train AIs to pick up the sound of your keyboard during video conference calls, say on Zoom. So it takes quite a bit of training for it to learn what's what in terms of which key is what. And if the microphone is more than about six and a half inches from the keyboard, it's going to struggle more. But this, if it's, if the microphone is close enough to the keyboard, we're talking within six and a half inches. Um, once it has been trained with 20 keystrokes per key. Yeah, just 20. Um, it's pretty darn accurate and it can actually scrape your password by listening to your keystrokes very accurately. And if we're just talking about through zoom, like somebody has the tool running in the background during a meeting, um, it gets 93% right. And if they manage to infect your smartphone, if the attacker manages to infect your smartphone with an app that will listen like that, it's 95% accurate. Um, yikes. That's kind of scary, ain't it, guys? Um, oh. I'm not a doom and gloom kind of guy, but we need to be real. We need to be realistic about what these things can do. And as much as I rag on AI and current gen AI that's available to the public, think of it, think of it like a 12 year old autist. It doesn't really know much, but it knows patterns. It can recognize patterns like nobody's business, because that's what these things do. They're pattern recognition. Think of it like T9 texting. You remember that from back in the day? Uh, I was just talking to a client who, <laughs> who was talking about, you remember those old indestructible Nokia candy bar phones? I think they were the 3310s or something like that. Um, I do. Maybe that dates me. Uh, my dad had one back in the late 90s, early to early 2000s, um, back before smartphones, back before all of the, you know, let's put an MP3 player in the phone, all this stuff, you know, all the, all the feature creep with phones, right? Um, and so I remember this thing, these things, but anyway, I digress. The the point I was trying to make is back in the day before we had, you know, touch screens with full keyboards or full physical keyboards attached to your phone. Um, a lot of people used T9, which especially in the very beginning of having a new phone, uh, <laughs> it was, it was pitiful at guessing what your next, um, what your next word was going to be. Um, but as time went on, it learned your vocabulary and it started to recognize, oh, they're likely to want this word next. That's basically all these generative AIs do. They just have a much larger database to pull from. So it looks like they're much smarter than they are. But they're not. You know, article above. Um, yeah. Anyway, so some suggestions in terms of solving this issue, right? What can you do? Well, you can use audio filtering to filter out the sound of your keyboard. If you're going to type during a meeting, say you're taking notes or something, or you can learn to type like a Fremen. 
sorry, Dune reference. So in Dune, in order to not attract the sandworms, if you walked across the, if you were in the open desert for any amount of time, you couldn't do anything that was rhythmic. Okay. You couldn't walk with a set rhythm. You had to learn how to vary your rhythm so that it wouldn't attract the worm. Think of this similarly. So if you're just typing along, as you're taking your notes, and then you decide that you want to check your email and you don't have your password saved, you just change up how you type for your passwords and it will confuse the AI. Yeah. These feel like band-aids not real solutions but for now that's what we have okay all right so gpt bot it has been rolled out now um and if you have your own website and you don't really want all of your blogs and your content used to train ChatGPT, you can block it. You can deny it access, okay? And we'll talk about how. Um, yeah, they just rolled out this new web crawler, uh, which gives it access to a whole heck of a lot more data because up until now, it actually couldn't access real-time data. It was limited to, I think, late 2021 in terms of the data it could access. <laughs> it's the wrong time. Anyway. <clears throat> Can I talk? I don't know. Whew. Ha! Lord have mercy. Anyway. So. GPT bot. It, like I said, if you don't want <clears throat> your website crawled and added to its database, added to its large language model, you can you can deny it access. Now, for social media stuff, that's not an option, unfortunately. I wish it was, but at this point, social media is free game. So anything you post, whether it be on a meta product, whether it be on X, the, what the heck is that? X, come on now, that's pitiful. Elon, you could have done better. Anyway. But he's obsessed with X for whatever reason. Um, you know, has been has been since he had X.com back, you know, 25 years ago. Which, by the way, was a predecessor to PayPal. Which was how he got his first round of big money. Which, uh, which allowed him to purchase Tesla. And then found SpaceX, The Boring Company, Neuralink, all this stuff. Okay. Anyway, so he went and uh, that's all I'm going to say about Elon until the end. <laughs> anyway. Now, GPT, -Pot, GPT bot will not breach sites that require paywall access which is good, okay? Um, so here's what you need in order to deny it access. Look at disallowing GPT bot on platform.openai.com slash docs slash GPT bot. 
you will need to go into cPanel or ask your host to do it for you um, and modify your the site's robots.txt file. You'll need to add the following two lines, very simple, um, <clears throat> to the end of the file. User-agent colon space capital GPT B lowercase OT. So GPT bot. User agent GPT bot. Next line. Disallow colon space slash. That will completely shut down its access to your website. Or if you only want to give it certain parts of your website, fine. You can tell it to allow certain directories or disallow certain directories. Pretty straightforward. Okay, so let me talk a little bit about freeing your internet. I don't know why that image doesn't load now. Weird. Anyway, um, but free your internet. Basically, free your internet is all about helping you find solutions to break free. To break free from all of, from as much big tech as you possibly can online. So we're talking your Google account. We're talking your Microsoft account. We're talking your Apple account. We're talking about X. We're talking about Meta. All that stuff. Okay. I'll help you regain your data and reclaim your digital sovereignty. That's what this is all about. Okay. And I'll help you find alternatives where you can either set up self-hosted options or use to use platforms like Gab, which I know can be um, overwhelming at times and can be controversial. Um, but on the flip side, you will never find porn of any kind on Gab because it's Christian. Um, you will find a lot of interesting opinions that aren't allowed to, to exist anywhere else. Opinions that may scare you, that may offend you. Anyway, I digress. Uh, the truth is that as long as you're using big tech products and services and platforms and all the stuff, okay? As long as you're using those things, you're going to be at their mercy because they own your data. That's what that end user license agreement said when, that you didn't read when you signed up for the account. As soon as you upload data into their cloud, they own it. Now, thanks to the GDPR over in Europe, we have relatively easy ways to at least get archival copies of that data and then ask the big tech companies to delete it. Whether they actually do delete it or not, neither here nor there right now. But you can ask. That's not something you could do until about, until, you know, two or three years ago. And, you know, all of these companies now have stake in AI, as we've been talking about. Microsoft owns OpenAI, which is ChatGPT, which has been rolled out into Bing Search, etc. right? Uh, not to mention Windows Copilot, not to mention... Um, a whole bunch of other things that Microsoft is trying to shoehorn AI into in order to get 
access to more of your data. That's what this is all about. It's all about controlling your data and getting your privacy back. So when we download your data from these giants and we migrate you over to something like Zoho, which has integrations with big tech, but is not big tech itself. They will actually respect your privacy. I've used them for five years now. And I haven't had, I really haven't had an issue with them. They don't force ads down your throat. They don't scrape your account data to feed you more targeted ads. Okay. Here's looking at you, Google. Uh, and Apple. And Meta. And X. Huh. You'd almost think that that was the entire point of these companies. Is to feed you ads. Huh. Anyway. So yeah. There are solutions and that's why free your internet exists. That's part of why tech freedom exists. All right, enough on that. Moving right along, we've got Mock. What's Mock, you ask? Well, Mock is an open source .NET Mock library. It's very useful for programmers, for developers, because that way you don't have to make all these .NET objects by hand as you're coding your project. At least not in the testing phase. But the problem is, one of the lead developers, who kind of owns the project, for lack of a better way to put it, because with FOSS, you kind of, no one owns it, but that's beside the point. One of the main responsible parties, okay, for the project, decided to incorporate a proprietary tracking software into a recent version, which just so happened to be version 420. Dude, was he high? I mean, seriously, uh, that was that was not a good move. Now, it was quickly discovered because that's how FOSS works. Because people were perusing the, the code base to see what was changed in that update. And this was one of those things. Um, so, Daniel Casalino was was also a maintainer of the sponsor link project. Okay. Um, now these DLLs collect hashes of email addresses to send to their content delivery network. Um, there and it contains obfuscated obfuscated code which cannot be um, easily understood by regular developers, people who didn't actually write it, okay? That's what obfuscation is, in case you're wondering. Obfuscation basically means you're obscuring the reality of whatever it is, okay? You're kind of hiding it. It's concealed. Anyway. So, yeah. This really goes against open source, doesn't it? Because not only is it proprietary, not only is it closed source, but it contains code that only the developer can understand. Uh, yeah, that's not good. So I, I said in the off the top that this was kind of a, a nothing burger because within two point releases later, due to the backlash, this offending code was removed. Um, so what is it that this does, this 
uh, sponsor link, these sponsor link DLLs. Uh, basically it takes e an email address on your local machine, hashes it with SHA-26 or 526, uh, or sorry, 256. I'm a little tired if you couldn't tell. Um, and then it's encoded with base 62 and then sends that opaque string, which can never reveal the originating email address to their CDN. So it's tracking, but kind of not. Anyway, so as I said, within two point releases, so by 420.2, it looks like the offending code is gone, <laughs> which is good. But what did this destroy their reputation? Only time will tell. Only time will tell. And I'm sure most of you, if you're paying attention to the Trump saga at all, <laughs> have probably heard about this already. This is actually old news. This happened six months ago, guys. Six months. But the issue was, that the, was the fact that it was a secret search warrant. The hell... I didn't even realize those such a thing existed. Um, a secret search warrant? I thought the point of a search warrant was that it was public knowledge that a warrant was served. Um, but then I suppose those the I suppose that Jack Smith and his team uh, didn't want immediate public backlash for issuing this search warrant for Trump's Twitter account. <laughs> oh boy. So, yeah. What, what the freck? What the frill? What the frag? Um, you know, Twitter did wind up coughing it up, but late. A few days late um, and wound up getting fined for contempt of court because they didn't immediately release the information. Um, I'm sorry. This whole thing, it's a fishing expedition. Like, I don't, I don't really talk about Trump that much on this. Um, in fact, I kind of try not to. But here we go. We're, we're going to talk Trump. Um, so if you don't want to hear it, turn it off. This whole thing, because this was, it was kind of a double warrant for both of Smith's investigations, both, G both January 6th and um, the related to the Mar-a-Lago raid, which was unconstitutional to begin with, but, you know, I digress. Um, and state the obvious. Anyway, so, yeah. It's also unlawful, because as far as I know, a secret search warrant shouldn't even be a thing. I mean, I'm no lawyer, no attorney, but it seems to me that if you're served a warrant it should be public knowledge. Otherwise, that smacks of, you know, Stasi or KG, K, KGB or um, SS tactics. But then that's the left, isn't it? Hmm. Anyway, super banana republic move. And, you know, you guys, if, if they feel like they can get away with this, with someone as high profile as Trump, what are they already doing to us without our knowledge? Then again, go, let's go back to why these platforms exist, right? It's not just so that people have 
a place to air their opinions. Oh, no, no, no. It's to help the government. Um, last I checked, government means mind control, because ment means mind in Latin, and govern means to control. Yes? I mean, think about the governor on your car. It makes it so you can't go faster than a certain speed, right? Same thing. So government exists to control the people's minds. This should be obvious. This should be elementary. My dear Watson. Anyway. Um, so... Yeah, it's it's a giant mess, you guys, and it needs to be fixed. It needs to be cleaned up as soon as freaking possible. The Constitution, I mean, it's been shredded so horribly for the last, what, 40 years. Nope, 50. Since LBJ. Nope, that's that's 60 now. Yeah, since LBJ. Um, you guys, I don't know. I don't know what's left of the Constitution anymore. I don't want to I don't want to end on a down note. So I'm not gonna. But the truth is if they can do this to him, what are they already doing to us? What what do they feel like they have the right to do to us due to these end user license agreements and due to the um backdoor agreements because <laughs> the feds are gay. Anyway, um, I mean, remember monkeypox and how it mysteriously spread through the DC FBI office? Anyway, um, yeah, so it's heartbreaking. It's very discouraging. But there are solutions. I'm not a political pundit. I don't want to be a political pundit. But I am a concerned citizen. And I've been watching as they go on these constant fishing ex expeditions against Trump, who... I'm not saying the man's perfect. But I also don't think he's the Antichrist. I also don't think that he's some <coughs> reincarnate Jesus or something. He's not the second coming. Sorry if you're watching and you believe that. Um, you need to read your Bible better. Um, he's not all that. He's a symbol. And he may have been a black hat at some point. Probably was. Is he now? I don't know. He made some very interesting choices while he was in office. Most of his administration were snakes. Swamp creatures. Including his VP. Mike Judas Pence, for instance. Um... Or maybe I should say Brutus might be more accurate. Because he really, he, he stabbed Trump in the back by refusing to send it back to the States. Because he had the power to do it. And there was enough room for doubt. But now that power has been removed from the office of the, of the vice president. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I, I don't think that 
the current administration is legitimate in the least. That's part of why I call Biden depends most of the time when I talk about him. That's why I call Harris knee pad or hyena. Because why not? I don't think these people are real anyway. And they're and they desecrate the offices that they occupy because they stole them. Yep, I came out and said it. And the reason that the that the Justice Department, the FBI, the CIA, the NSA, the deep state, yep, went there. The swamp is after him so hard is because he pointed out the obvious publicly, loudly, repeatedly, just like JFK did. I don't know, you guys. This whole thing, it needs to end, frankly. But the reason that they keep going on these hunting trips, these fishing fishing expeditions into Trump, into his past, into his dealings, into how he may or may not have uh, appropriated those documents properly, how he may or may not have um, handled top secret information improperly. I don't know. I want to believe he didn't, but then my default is to believe that people are decent until they prove that they're not. Now, many of you who had been Trump supporters are scratching your heads. I am too over how he dealt with the vaccines, how he dealt with the scandemic in general. And I don't have a good answer for that. I don't. I wish I did. I wish I could hand wave it away. I wish I could just, that I could with 100% confidence say, oh, that was just to expose Fauci and Burks and all and all these other snakes, all these other swamp creatures in the NIH. But I can't do that with 100% confidence. So I won't. I don't know what the heck that was. I don't know what warp speed was about. I don't know why he recommended people go and get shots that were ultimately unnecessary and have led to many people's death or severe injury. That doesn't make sense to me. It just doesn't. So yeah, back to this story though. His Twitter account was fire when it was active. I mean, seriously, this dude had fiery fingertips. All his mean tweets. Oh my God, it's so mean. How could he say that? Um, easily. Clearly. Um, but yeah. If you guys want to get away from this sort of nonsense, and if you're paying attention to me, you probably do. Let me give you a few websites to visit, okay? To help you regain your digital sovereignty. First off, there's mine, techfreedom.pro, okay? Here you can do everything but set up a hosting account, basically. You can get a de-googled phone. You can 
get set up with Linux. You can get migrated off of Gmail, off of iCloud, off of Outlook, mm -hmm. off of MS365, since we talked about the phishing incident in the beginning, right? So this is me and my wife. If you have a problem with that, go away. Um, so yeah, you can learn all about it on the website, um, or you can visit Mark 37. He does, they do a lot of the same things that I do. Okay. Um, they, their products are called ghost, whatever, um, ghost laptop, ghost phone. Um, but it's the same basic thing that I'm offering. Okay, you guys. Um, so it's pixels with graphene. It's computers with Linux. It's, it's just straightforward. Um, they also do health and wellness. They also do homesteading. Um, so all about getting as free as you can be. As self-reliant as you can be. They're also attached with it. The, with American Cloud. Um, so you can do uh, some hosting through some of their stuff. Uh, or through an affiliate, rather. Or you can visit Alpha Tech. Um, I write blogs for them. Have been for the last four months? Four or five? Um... And they're based out of Mount Airy in North Carolina. Um, and they're all about helping you host your website, your app, whatever you need. They can also help you produce live streams and podcasts. They can help you build your website. Um, they can help you set up email. They can get you set up with Nextcloud. Um, and, or if you want to, or if you are a content creator and you want to have a good place for your people to go just in case you get kicked off of YouTube, Rumble, etc., they can help you get set up with your own video website. It's pretty sweet. Um, they also sell the Althophone which is very similar to the ghost phone or the freed phone. Um, all of them are variations on the pixel plus graphene theme. Um, yeah, all sorts of stuff. They also do business cards and site design and all, all this sort of good stuff. Like it's really good stuff that they do. And if you happen to be with a nonprofit, say a church or some sort of other ministry, you get a discounted rate. Um, basic website hosting is 29 bucks a month for a web for a WordPress site. Um, if you do e-commerce, that's about 50 bucks a month. You can read this, but I know Jared, he's a great guy. Um, check them out. Seriously. Um, so that's alphatech.com. And in case you're wondering what that, what alpha means, it's a portmanteau of all the, okay. Um, and then there's mark37.com. Dot com. Um, good guys and then there's my site techfreedom.pro um very different but similar and i not only do phones and computers but i help you get free on the internet or we can do everything all at once it is a rather involved process though, so be aware of that. Or you can just learn 
about the hows, the whys, the whats of getting free. Or you can reach out. Anyway, so that's techfreedom.pro. That's Mark 37. And that is Alpha Tech. They... Yeah. Good stuff. And I think that's where we're going to wrap it up for today, you guys. Um, I really... Like I said in the beginning, I really enjoy doing these. I do. I think it's fun. I think it's worthwhile. Um, I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, yeah. Thanks for watching. Don't ever forget. Let's go, Brandon. If you got any questions that you don't want to leave in the comments, hit me up via email. Media at techfreedom.pro. The music, of course, is uh, Warzone by Anna Domini Beats. Um, leave me a comment down below. Follow, download, share, like, all that sort of good stuff. Thank you so much, and I will see you guys next week.